Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now everything i learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy whether one line of plot holes or two it is poopies. It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen Izzy. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, learned I Learned From Movies. movies. And tonight, oh, from that, tonight, that wonderful music from your, uh, your childhood. From your childhood. Oh my goodness. That's, of course, Street Fighter. Woo! But we didn't review the video game. <laughs> this is a movie podcast. That's right. So we that did. means Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Obviously. Don't you remember <laughs> him from the video game? <laughs> You know, the Belgian kickboxer guy? Oh! Was he the Japanese one? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> was he the Thai kickboxer guy? Nope. <laughs> was he the chick with the buns on her head? Nope. <laughs> was he the dude wearing the super flashy uh, bathrobes? And it, nope. No, that wasn't him either. <laughs> oh, he's the green guy. Ooh, close, but no. <laughs> But first, but first, we drink. <laughs> What's our first selection, beautiful? Our first beer tonight is uh, from Samuel Adams. It's a Boston Lager, the good old true Boston Lager. Uh, Brewer Patriots. Let's see if it says anything about it. Does not say anything not. about it. Hey, you've all seen it. It's available just about everywhere, every bar, every yeah. grocery store. But uh, twelve fluid ounces. Point, uh, 5% uh, alcohol, 30 IBUs. Mm. All right, ready? Here's the pup. Oh, my bra. Mm. Oh, oh, we have foam. <laughs> and the pour. All right. Well, that mm. looks like a, a... That is a crystal clear lager. Lagers yeah. tend to be really clear. Don't tend to be very hoppy, fairly malty, but like not super malt forward, like just kind of like light. Absolutely. This definitely has like a nice, light, refreshing aroma to it, almost a little bit of apple on it, which is acceptable for lagers. Excellent. As far as the color, it looks like it's a little... Very gold. Very gold, that little reddish tint to it. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's a really pretty, beautiful gold. Uh, absolutely crystal clear. You could read a book through this. Absolutely. Kind of off-white, foamy head. Mm. He took a sip. It is uh, a little more forward, but it's got a nice little hop, uh, hop balance to it. This is... Yeah, there's a reason it's available everywhere. It's just a good, solid... Easy to Light drink beer. Lager. Yeah, this is a drinking all day beer. 
good, good full flavor to it. Yeah. yeah, and on a beer like this, you're looking for what they call a carbonic bite. Nice. So that's a kind of a little bit of flavor you actually get from the carbonation, and this definitely has it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not too much, but just a little bit to kind of help perk up those hops. Yes, very good. I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also recommend this movie. I oh don't care my what god! Says. It Skip may to the end. We love this movie. I may have uh, it may have absolutely nothing to do with the video game whatsoever. Oh, no. no, 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 no. Uh, every other Jean Claude Van Damme movie seems to be that format, but yeah. <laughs> this one, uh, oh my god, it's amazing. This is not as Van Damme centric as other Van Damme movies. Though. Well, it can't be. There's like twenty characters. It really is. <laughs> yeah, but there are two that completely trump them all. That's correct. That's right. Jean-Claude <laughs> Van Damme as Colonel William F. Guile, uh, American colonel yeah. of the AN forces, not to be confused with the UN. Yeah, no. These guys wear gray, blue, white, and uh, red outfits, and he's a big American flag tattooed on his bicep. That's right. It's regulation. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then, of course, the late great Raul Julia and his final oh. performance. Oh, Raul Julia, gone too soon. Oh, he is amazing in this. <laughs> he's amazing in everything, but yeah, especially this. He, yeah. he seems to be he the only chews, one trying. <laughs> he chews this movie up and spits it back out. He's just like, he is like <laughs> balls to the wall in on this movie. He's like, oh, this is what we're doing? I'm in. <laughs> Gomez Adams as an evil dictator. Yes, who doesn't even believe he's that evil. He believes <laughs> he's doing good. I'm just liberating everybody by ruling over them. <laughs> I'm giving you your freedom. <laughs> Give it back to the people. <laughs> Raul Julia's Bane. Wait. Oh, oh that okay. so I'm, good. I think I'm done. Oh, I think I just came. <laughs> uh, there are also other actors in this movie. What? Uh, for example, pop singer Kylie Minogue plays Cammy. I just can't get you out of my head. <laughs> I'm glad you know that and song. You know that. You know it, trust me. I'm sure I do. I'm it, trying really desperately to not or, sing it. Or the late 80s uh, Locomotion. Come on, come on and do, do the, the locomotion, locomotion with me. Come on, come on. Oddly enough, she doesn't act that much. I can't can't what? see why. Yeah. What are you talking about? Uh, there's also uh, Miguel A. Nunez Jr. as DJ. Oh yes. Uh, you may he may be best known as Joanna Man. Joanna Man. <laughs> Coming up next week. <laughs> uh, there's also West Duty uh, from you've seen him in things like Last of the Mohicans, probably his most famous. Okay. Part. He played uh, uh oh my gosh, Sagat, the oh, old okay. warlord yeah. with the eye patch yeah. guy. Yeah. Sagat. And uh, Ming Nei Wen from Joy Luck Club as Chun Li Zhang. Yeah, Chun Li. And <laughs> making his second appearance on our podcast. Mr. Grand L. Bush as Balrog. Yeah! <laughs> Previously yeah. known from Freejack. The greatest character of Freejack. Possibly this the character was fucking amazing epic in Epic death scene. Oh, so good. Uh, but yeah, this movie. So, okay. So, you, do you know much about the, the Street Fighter video games? So, I'm not going to lie. The Street Fighter that I'm familiar with are the arcade games. And yeah. I was very poor growing up. And uh, so, the idea of having quarters for tokens would have come out of, like, parking rent. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense, yeah. I'm not joking. My dad had paid rent with quarters at one point. But, I mean, that is a side story. But, uh, yeah, uh, no, I never actually got to play it. I did do a lot of watching people play because there was an awesome arcade walkable from my house for a lot of my time growing up. But uh, I'm not as familiar as, say, somebody who actually got to pick their fighter and uh, 
Do a little ass kicking with it. I had the Super Nintendo version of it, and oh, okay. I played it a lot. So you're super uh, familiar with all these characters. Fairly familiar, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, this movie has nothing to do with it, because <laughs> you have a Belgian guy playing the American colonel, you have an Australian pop singer playing an English general, uh, you have a Native American guy playing a Thai Warlord. Yeah. <laughs> you have a Spanish guy playing whatever M. Bison's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. You have the Hawaiian guy playing the sumo. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, you have, I mean, you have I, a Chinese I gal playing the Japanese gal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? This movie's almost as confused on, on identities in that as the Highlander. Almost. My yeah. name is Romero. <laughs> I am, I'm originally I'm Egyptian. I'm originally from Egypt. <laughs> I'm also a Spaniard, uh, played by a Scottish guy. Yeah. Uh, by the way, that is just like for like I love that. Like when they're just like, "What are you talking about?" Of course I'm. Yes. <laughs> of course I'm Laotian. Yes, and another very important thing about the the video game Street Fighter is it involves fighting. Yeah. Typically in streets. Yeah. And it's a tournament format. Blah blah blah. Pretty sure. Uh, do you remember the tournament in this movie at all? No. Does it start out with a, like a CNN report about uh, apparently an uh, evil dictator taking oh. over a made-up country called Chattaloo? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, there was a scene that had a cage fight. There was, yes. I mean, right. that's how we get uh, introduced to Ryu and... And, uh, Vega. And Vega. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Vega in this movie. <laughs> His hair is spectacular. It is spectacular. I and want that hair. He's a handsome guy. I'll he's give that's that. why he's got to wear the metal mask, to protect that gorgeous face. That's right. And to protect <laughs> others from the powers of it. I have a movie. Okay. The guy who plays Vega and The Rock are brothers. <gasps> okay. I'm that's in. all I've got I'm right in. now. <laughs> that's all you need. Sold. No, it's Step Brothers, but with that guy in the rock. <laughs> I'll get the top buck, bitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, he doesn't say much in the movie, so <laughs> I assume that's how he talks. Oh. I'm going to flush your face off, bitch. You'll never take me alive. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yes, uh, the country of Shadow is being ta taken over by a dictator. So Shadow is this an Asian country, <laughs> a Middle Eastern country, it's a Slavic country, Southeast Asia? Yeah, they were showing a lot of shots of like, okay, that's Thailand and that's China, and <laughs> and there's like a little sliver country between Laos and Thailand <laughs> that they're saying is Shadow. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> maybe it's Myanmar used to be called Burma. Okay, okay. Uh, I, I don't know. Siam. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is that it is the most ethnically diverse country I have ever seen. Absolutely. And I'm, Did I mean, you see how many how many people were in the prison from different countries? Yeah. Well, that's because they were kidnapping nurses and doctors for some reason. Oh, that's right. That's right. That was never explained why they were kidnapping the nurses and doctors. Because the hostages. They're ho yeah, but. Yeah, the, the, the M. Bison was doing the nurses stuff because they were the hostages. I'm talking yeah. about in the prison when Cannon Wright... Uh, oh, like, was that prison, like, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the prison where, you know, all wore the, the blue pajamas with yeah, the pee on them. Yeah, the pee pajamas. The pee pajamas. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I'm sorry, the properly pronounced jammies? They're wearing their jammies? <laughs> All prisoners must wear this issued onesie. <laughs> By the way, the announcer at the prison. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody, just a reminder, there's no fighting out on the, in the yard. I'm surprised Robin Williams didn't make a cameo as the announcer and, guy. And he's got the fun fact at the end. <laughs> 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 in Bisonia, which end do you open a Coke from? <laughs> it, Aunt, time's up. Both ends. <laughs> like, huh? What? <laughs> Is there like a list of Bisonia jokes that we didn't get? I hope there are. I, and I, I, If somebody I, has access to those, please send them to I, me. I, I think they're basically Pollock jokes, but you just replace them <laughs> with Bisonia. <laughs> <laughs> How many Bisonians does it take a screw in a light bulb? Uh. In Bisonia, Coke opens you! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, wait, was Yakov Smirnoff the announcer guy? Hold on, I gotta um, check IMDb real wait, quick. Wait, Steve, I have another movie. We recast this movie, but Yakov Smirnoff is the dictator. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Hollywood! <laughs> I have an idea for you. <laughs> <laughs> As Branson, Missouri. Um, <laughs> You're looking for Branson, Missouri. <laughs> okay. Hey, Ma, Street Fighter, the movie. <laughs> hey, Ma, can I get some milk? No dice. This ain't over. <laughs> <laughs> Go watch The Simpsons. Street Fighter, the movie. <laughs> okay, Wait, how many minutes are we in? <laughs> oh, shit, 12. Yeah, focus, Ooh. sweetie. Um, so, yeah, so then the AN forces, led by American Colonel Guile, Voiced by someone who can barely speak English, apparently. <laughs> uh, they're going to lead... the bastard apart! <laughs> well, kick it out some of my bitch ass and ass so hard! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys Jean can tell Jean-Claude's or not. amazing. Jean-Claude, I love him so much. He <laughs> awakens a part of me that needs entertainment. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> not the same part that you say, awakened in me. Say it slower. <laughs> <laughs> Jean-Claude, I need your laugh. <laughs> um, so so yeah, they're you're going in. There's also uh, a basically CNN reporter named Chen Li and her news crew who are mm -hmm. trying to sneak in to kill Bison. Her, her to news crew her that involves a uh, a boxer who had his uh, career ruined um, by uh, by what was it by Bison, Bison or by the other guy? Bison, okay, yeah. and a, uh, a sumo wrestler from Samoa who can uh, make his mind and his body be in two places at once. Yeah. He reveals to us. That's right, while he's being tortured. That's yeah. right, there's torture in this kid's movie, by the way. <laughs> right? Okay, I have to say, in this movie, there's also uh, Blanca. Yes. Who uh, apparently is Jean-Claude Van Damme's girlfriend. Uh, first off, his name is Charlie. I'll Charlie. have you know. Uh, Charlie Guy, I believe, in the games. Guy uh, or Giles. Yeah. <gasps> uh, was that not a prom video that they played in the car? Was that really the, their wedding video? It's a, he didn't take his full name, only the first syllable. <laughs> yeah, well, because, well, cause, honey, at this time, there's still don't ask, don't tell. I mean, come on. Okay, uh, we're going to stop this right now. <laughs> we're, we're not even going to go over the plot. If you haven't seen this movie, just go watch this movie. And half of what we're saying will make sense. The other half is kind of random. Jean-Claude Van Damme is very attached to his buddy Charlie, who gets kidnapped. Yeah. Yeah, and who uh, Raul Julia decides he's going to do some testing on, which yeah. brought me to my original thought in this movie does something that I absolutely love that 80s and 90s movies did, especially kids' movies, where it's like, you don't need to go into the science of it. You just need a big green bag that says DNA splicer, <laughs> and you pump it into them. That's it, all you need. It's the ooze, sweetie. Yeah. You know how the ooze works. Oh, you mean the slime from Ghostbusters 2? Oh, the, 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 
DNA mutagen and yes. oh, God, and the muscle supplement or yeah. whatever. <laughs> muscle enhancers, yeah. Yes. <laughs> one one <laughs> they both look like bags of green and orange Gatorade. <laughs> yes, there have been like four neon colored bags of goo. I love that. I'm so into that. I don't know why. <laughs> so yeah. Uh gosh, this movie. <laughs> we need to get some cohesive thoughts going on it, this it's movie. It's kind of all over the place, but it's a, it's just crazy. Um, Re- all right, so the reality oh. is this movie doesn't really have a super cohesive plot. <laughs> it kind of skips. It, it skips around. There's a lot of characters to keep track of. Luckily, yeah. you enjoy most of the characters, yeah. so you want to keep track of them. And really, it's just a bunch of like cuts, amazing scenes cut together. It, it's like three or four different plots that somehow meet in a final battle at the end. With a lot of explosions in a Mayan temple? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Cambodian, probably. Uh, Chateloup. Chateloup Temple. Chateloup Temple. So a Bisonian South, South, Southeast Asian temple. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah there's just some amazing cutscenes. There's an elephant involved at one point. There's an elephant. Uh, Ken and Ryu are gun runners who try to yes, sell toys to real gun runners. Yes, because <laughs> their, their thing is that they're not actually bad guys. They like to steal money from the bad guys mm. by selling them bad things. I kind of feel like those guns, those toy guns they were selling them, probably cost more than real guns. Like if you're buying them in bulk. <laughs> I don't know about that. But I don't know. I have this feeling those were pretty, uh, pretty fancy toys. <laughs> it was pretty easy to tell that they were fake guns too. The whole thing when they're well, like the, loading them from the top with like a bag. <laughs> and when the barrel was like three and a half yeah. inches across. They're like Jesus Christ, they're gonna fire a rocket at that guy. <laughs> Look out! He's got a bazooka. <laughs> no, no, my day club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, and one of our favorite characters, Zangief. That's why I said there are two characters that take control of this movie, in my opinion, and Raul Julia and Zangief, who only has about five lines, and every single one of them are pure goddamn gold. <laughs> Absolutely. He's basically like a side henchman guy. Yeah. Uh, I forget the actor's name, but he played like Leatherface in the, the new... Yeah. Texas Chainsaw he's Massacre He's a big, burly, Russian guy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really pretty Russian. sure he's American. But he's Russian in this. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, he, his lines are quick yeah. and epic. And the look <laughs> that, uh, what's his name? The guy with the rat tail. Uh, DJ. The DJ gives him is just like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> like, like the scene where the, the truck of explosives is rolling at him. They're watching it on the, <laughs> yes. the camera. Quick! Change the channel! Everybody just kind of slowly looks at him like, you moron. It's so good! It's so good! Yeah, for as horrible as this movie is, it, it's definitely like geared, geared towards kids, but, I mean, there's explosions. Yeah. It's, you know, there's there's some oh, fighting. Yeah. There's a lot more gun firing than there is fighting. Like, Which is kind of hand. disappointing, because they actually have some people who I feel like could do some martial art. Oh, Jean-Claude, totally. Yeah, and the gal who plays Chun-Li can do that too, right? Oh, I mean, they went, I'm sure, she's Asian. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> it's, it's not racist if it's true, everybody. I just want you all to know. She is a ninja I, in I there. Mean, I mean, she did, she snapped her handcuffs and she kicked she does do a butt. Fl- she does a flying kick towards Raul Julia. That's true, yeah. She she whoops on him for a bit. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then her friends come in to save her and distract her and Bison gets away. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not his big getaway. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of. <laughs> I, I could kill you now, but I'm not going to because uh-huh. otherwise we wouldn't get more than three days out of shooting of shooting out of you. <laughs> no, yet. because Raul Julia is not a murderer. He yeah. wants the world to be a better place. He just, the only he re- just wants the world to be his slave. 
No, what he wants <laughs> is to bring the world together as Bisonia, so then there's no more borders for everyone to argue over and to kill each other over. But he needs money to fund that, so he had to take the refugee workers. That's why he had nurses and doctors. I've answered my own question. That makes sense. Uh, um, to hold hostage, because he needs the money from all the governments. Yes. Twenty billion dollars. Yes. And then everyone will simply kneel before him in appreciation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does have a pretty epic speech there in the middle of yes, the movie he where does. he explains it all and everybody's just kind of like... And his eyes get like yeah. big and sparkly and everybody's just like, holy shit, he's a lunatic. <laughs> Except for the big Russian guy he gave, yeah. who's like, I love you. <laughs> it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. <laughs> you know he's insane, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you know he's the bad guy, then why do you work for him? Because he paid me so much money. You got paid? <laughs> By the way, De- DJ's uh, accent ranged between Harlem, <laughs> Harlem and, and Jamaica. Jamaican. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> did they did transfer the money to my Swiss bank account? Hell no. Oh, hell no. It was like... Is Hell he, no, General. <laughs> is, is he Chris Tucker or is he Jamaican? <laughs> or is he Hermes from Futurama? <laughs> <laughs> Not your strong suit, woman. <laughs> yeah. We will settle this with a limbo fight. <laughs> uh, see, where's the, I'm trying to think of all the characters we're forgetting. T Hawk's in there, sort of. The big name American guy works on the AN team. Oh, you he, mean the super American guy who happens to wear a Cherokee headband for luck? <laughs> That's the only thing he said. Like, hey, why do you wear that headband? It's uh, Cherokee. It's for good luck in battle. <laughs> oh, thank you for your one line of dialogue this movie. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't say he's Cherokee. He simply says it's a Cherokee headband that he wears for yeah. luck. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, I bought this at a corner shop in the middle of New Mexico. <laughs> I like the turquoise. Anyway. Uh, who else? Oh, Dalsim, the doctor. Yes. <laughs> the doctor with a heart of gold. <laughs> uh, <who laughs> what what happens to him and Blanca? That that's got to be acknowledged that's, in the sequel. We're that's go a sequel, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. We so, didn't see them die. <laughs> spoiler alert! I think only one person dies in this movie. Yeah, I think so. And you can guess who it is. <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme. Mm. Has JCVD ever died in a movie? Oh, yeah. Expendables 2. Oh, true. I, I just know that one offhand. I'm sure there are others. Time Cop? No. <laughs> Time Cop 2. I'm sure he died in the beginning. That's why uh, Jason Scott Lee stars in it. All right. So we, we don't have time to cover it in this podcast, but in another podcast we need to cover, because it's him and uh, Seagal who have the epic fight, right? The ego fight? They won't be in each other's movies. They uh they won't work for Oh yeah company. yeah JCVD and Seagal yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. we need to dig deep into this and bring the people what they want the hard hitting news that's right Seagal versus JVCD who would win because the reality is they both should have been in the first Expendables just for shits and giggles <laughs> and uh, it would have been amazing the the real thing is it couldn't cost it that much to make it happen it's not like a Floyd Mayweather Conor McGregor fight where no. it's like oh yeah hundreds of million dollars and we'll fight blah 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 no it's more like JVCD we'll give you 20 grand Seagal eh, we'll give you 30 grand have you work out for about six months first, and then <laughs> ten grand uh, of that has to go into a trainer, though. <laughs> <laughs> and none of it can go up your nose. I'm looking at you, Jean. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. 
playing the Nozark. <laughs> wow, that's, that's hot. Uh, <laughs> I am the sexiest. <laughs> so, yeah. Street Fighter. Street ba- Fighter. Battle for Vichadaloo is what we'll rename it. Vichadaloo. The Raul Julia epic film. That's right. Vio Candillo's old friend. Aww. Aww. So, yeah, another fun fact. The director of this movie, this is basically his directorial debut. Uh, but Wait, are we already into fun facts? Well, because no. I haven't done my fun facts, super fun facts. Not quite super yet. Fun facts. This, this is more like it should have been at the beginning. Okay. Uh, but he was the writer for uh, '80s classics like Commando, Die Hard, Forty Eight <gasps> Hours, like, and then <gasps> this. <laughs> we missed an entire month of this director's or the screenwriter's credits. Coming up next month, Stephen E. D'Souza's writing credits, <laughs> followed by Shane Black month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Oh, one of the one of the characters forgot to mention was uh, Sawada. Oh the, yeah. The Japanese Sawada. guy who seemed kind of out of place because he just kind of shows up at the end and is like, has, "Konnichiwa." <laughs> oh no, he he has the super ADR lines or whatever in the middle, like, "Oh yeah, Kono, we want to talk about the uh, uh, subjects for the uh, hostages." <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> oh, and the nephew from Jurassic Park Two, <laughs> yeah. aka Lost World, plays the. I don't know the appointment of the of the royal guard of the British guard to bring them up to tell, to tell JCVD to uh to to not go into battle that they're just gonna go ahead and pay the ransom. Yeah, yeah, he makes a, a brief cameo, well well needed mm-hmm. in the movie though, so that Colonel Guile could give his incredible speech. We also totally forgot one of the greatest parts of this entire movie, the bison bucks. Yeah, bison dollars. <laughs> uh. Yeah, Raul Julia has money printed up because, I mean, he's going to make the entire world Bisonia. That still has to exist somewhere, right? Like oh, my somebody God. Somebody has that suitcase so, so filled with it. At one something. point, he says that each bison dollar will be the equivalent of five British pounds. I would pay five British pounds for one of those. Absolutely. It has his face. They are spectacular. Full, oh. re- full regalia. He's got the suit. Yes. Uh, the shoulder pads. <laughs> we also forgot your favorite part, his hat rack. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> so there's a scene where everybody's captured, basically... But uh, 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 Chen Li and her news crew is captured. Chen Li gets brought to his private quarters. Yeah, she's brought to the private quarters while the others are sent to the torture chamber. And they, I, I assume they dress her, strip her down and dress her in yes, this red outfit, outfit with handcuffs. And her buns. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's changing into his favorite smoking jacket. Yes. And chilling on a shea lounge with, like, mm-hmm. elephant tusks or something. Yeah, and under his chandelier <laughs> of human skeletons. And he, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and the big skull fireplace. Yes. And, and but, as we find out, his uh, uh, panic room. <laughs> yes, and he's got but, a hat rack with like... <laughs> five or six different awesome general hats with the little yes. logo and everything with the skull and yeah. wings. And Basically, it's the room Steve wants. Absolutely. And the wardrobe. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the uh, way, if anybody out there has a spare extra long smoking jacket, please donate it to a Mr. Stephen Condrick. <laughs> Hit me up on the Twitter. He, he, some of us just are, don't have the privilege of owning a smoking but jacket. Not just any smoking jacket, though. It has to be something Raul Julia would have worn in either this movie or Adam's Family. It's true. It's true. <laughs> or so something Richard Cheese would wear on stage. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. 
Uh, but yeah, Suwada. Suwada. Do, do we want to start fun facts or do we want to crack a beer first? Ooh, let's crack a beer and then we'll do fun facts. Absolutely. Because it's super fun facts and the fun, fun facts. <laughs> What's our, our next beer, sweetie? Up next, we have Kirkland Signature Craft Brewed Pale Ale. Excellent. Let's see. <laughs> 12 fluid ounces. Da, 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 da. Uh, Brewed in San Jose. Basically, we know it's Gordon Beers. All right, it's 5.4%. Ooh, 34 IBUs. Mm. Original gravity was 13%. Ooh. And I'm going to pop my top. Woo! Oh, my. Chilly in here. <laughs> All right, and the pour. All right. Yay! It this looks like a pale ale. <laughs> this actually looks surprisingly like the Boston Lager. It's a little bit more coppery. Mmm. Smells a little bit hoppier. Crystal clear. This is a really beautifully clear beer. Uh, nice off-white head. Little malt notes. Little hop notes. Yeah. It's incredibly similar to the Boston Lager. It's a little different mouthfeel, uh, I assume, from being an ale as opposed to a lager. But, yeah, very yeah. well-balanced. little... Bit of hop a little bit more of a hot profile, yeah. but honestly, not much. Yeah. Yeah, this is a delightful beer. So yeah, mm -hmm. so the Kirkland Signature is the uh, Costco brand of uh, craft beers. They have a mixed pack, which we've been slowly working through <coughs> to find out what other beers came in our mixed pack. Check out our past episodes at eilfm eilfmovies.podbean.com. I got it right. No, eilfm dot podbean dot com is our Twitter that's at eilf movies everything ah, I learned from movies everything I learned from movies children we're only about sixty episodes in we'll we'll get that we've only been doing it a year it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> it's not that important whatever Steve handles all that bullshit <laughs> fun fact if you're listening to us you probably found it once <laughs> but tell all your probably. friends yeah tell uh, them to drink some beer so fun facts the Suwada character mm -hmm. not in the game. Instead, uh, there is one character from the game that... But, but Giles is in the game, right? Oh, of course Giles is in the game. He's like, uh, he, he's, he looks very different, but uh, <laughs> he's got like a big, blonde, flat top that goes out. It, you'll have to see it. It's very Oh, 92. I think I know. Yeah. For <laughs> it's ridiculous. So you're telling me he doesn't look like Terry Crews in Gamer? No. <laughs> no, he does not. He does not. Wow. Uh, but... There's a he's character. Like very different. I was trying to think what was the most different from Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Continue with the fun facts. <laughs> like, Swata. like Jalil White. Um, <laughs> so, uh, there's a character in the game called Fei Long, who is mm -hmm. basically Bruce Lee. Okay. Um, but for some reason, they didn't have him in the game. But well, they couldn't get the rights to him. <laughs> Like well, to, to, to Bruce Lee, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, the Capcom uh, apparently looked over every aspect of the movie and, like, approved everything. Mm -hmm. um, and so they're like, wait, there's no Japanese characters in here. Uh, we need to have a Japanese guy in here because we're a Japanese company. Yeah. And so they inserted this Colonel Suwada guy. All right. Yeah. Apparently the, uh, with Capcom being involved, there's a lot of rewrites and stuff. So. What? So it, it, it affected the flow of the movie? I don't know. What? More fun facts. Fun facts. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme revealed that he had a drug problem during filming and that he also had an extramarital affair with Kylie Minogue. Fuck yes. What? How many sexual uh, assault lawsuits did he have during this film? <laughs> oh, not apparently. She was apparently pretty willing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think this is? Sean Connery movie? <laughs> uh, the budget for this movie was $35 million. God damn. Eight million of that went to Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes! 
Power. <laughs> By the way, there was a point in the movie about 20 minutes in when I thought, oh, he got $8 million for like three three minutes of screen time. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's in three scenes and he's out. <laughs> uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme uh, turned down the role of Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat to do this film. Oh. The character Johnny Cage is basically based on Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Um the final amphibious attack on M. Bison's compound, spoiler alert, filmed on location in Thailand, was originally supposed to be an air assault. However, the Thai government wouldn't allow the use of its airspace for a large number of aircraft the scene would require, so the producers changed the final battle to the boat assault instead. Alright. Which, you know, makes sense. Of, <laughs> why would you just attack by the river as opposed to just bombing the <laughs> shit out of, oh, look at the hostages. Eh. Yes, yeah. we must protect the hostages. And uh, last one I got here. In 2010, this film was ranked number 27 on Empire's 50 Worst Movies Ever. Oh, there are much worse movies than this. I agree. We've seen, we've reviewed some of them. <laughs> so, would you recommend this movie? To Absolutely. <laughs> With the caveat of, if you are very attached to the games, do not expect the games. <laughs> like, completely remove this. This is a whole other thing. This is... Like, they just happen to borrow some of the names of some of the characters, characters yeah. and maybe some of the looks. Do not attach it to it. Don't put any emotion into it. Watch it as just a stupid action movie, and you will love it. You will be so in. I think I have a new idea, sweetie. Check this yes. out. Wait, let me, we tell a movie... Oh, we have a movie like Seven, like yes. a psychological thriller, blah, 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 but all the character names are like Detective Batman and <laughs> Superman. And, I don't know, <laughs> Green Lanterno? I don't know. <laughs> this is Detective John Jones. <laughs> <laughs> this is Detective Mouse, but we call him Mickey. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, we're going to get the thumb bitch. <laughs> yeah. What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> I don't know, Mickey. <laughs> Mickey, don't look in the box. <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> Oh, that got dark. <laughs> uh, horrible. Oh, I anyway, food for thought, y'all. <laughs> uh, so what did we learn from this movie? Ooh. So I learned that Jean-Claude Van Damme can't pull red off for a hair color. So we're saying he's blonde in the game. I think they probably tried to bleach him and blonde and it take. didn't take. And yeah. so that was probably a last minute change on set. Like, oh shit, this isn't working. This looks like shit. <laughs> it looks horrible. Yeah. Like, like the scalp was showing too much so it like had a red tint to it. Because I think like some of the tips and stuff were blonde. Yeah, like, it, it, it looked like they way, tried but... to peroxide him and it didn't work and so they did the red. Or it came yeah. out blotchy or it was growing out too fast. I don't know. Yeah, uh, interesting. Yeah. Um, I learned Shadaloo is a country in Southeast Asia. Mm. It must be very small because I haven't found it on any maps. And I tried <laughs> Googling it, but apparently it just talked about this movie a lot. So Right? It must be like half of its uh, gross national product it comes from this movie. Right? I learned that uh, uh, Raul Julia is amazing. No, <laughs> that uh, <laughs> bison bucks are worth five uh, European pounds. Five British pounds, yeah. Yeah. I wonder how many euros that would be. Like, 40 now, right? <laughs> uh, the, the exchange rate's kind of evened out a bit. So, uh, we're 
eight, maybe? I don't know. So it's like a thousand kroners? Kronens, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deutschmarks, I don't know. <laughs> it's still got to be around somewhere, right? It's worth 5,000 yen. <laughs> <laughs> so like a quota? <laughs> Jamaican dollars. We still have another beer. We still do. We also have questions coming up. Ooh, your questions, our answers. So our next beer we have is from Fieldwork Brewing. This is a Crowler. If you don't know what a Crowler is, it is a super tall can, about the size of a half growler, but they fill it on site. We uh, we purchased the Decline, an American Strong Ale, 9.5%. Mm. Mm, 32 ounces. Fieldwork Brewing is here in, uh, well, nearby in Berkeley, California. Yeah. Yeah, but they're expanding all over the place. Oh, yeah, they got like five of them opening up across the state. So if you're in California, hit yourself up some field work. They're known for basically experimenting. They will try anything. All all different kinds of IPAs, and they'll, like, make weird, like, milk stouts and... Yeah, I mean, they'll they'll mix anything. They they do stuff with coconut milk. They do things with spices. They do weird yeast. They're they're very experimental. Like you, you, it's hard to go in going like I want to get this beer because you really never know what's going to be there. Yeah, you basically go in like knowing there's going to be six different IPAs to choose from, or maybe one or two stouts, one or two saisons, just kind of whatever they yeah. have going. Sometimes the there's a the lager. Wine. Sometimes there's a barley wine. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes there's something made of fire. No, I don't. <laughs> they also occasionally do beer and donut tastings. Which they do. We've gone yeah. to and are amazing because mm. I love donuts yeah, and empanadas from time to time as well we should get donuts tomorrow let's get donuts let's get donuts but first but first let's open this crowler here's the open it's a big yeah. 32 ounce can <laughs> we're just get a shot of me holding this can mm-hmm. all right I'm gonna pour and she's posing for the picture mm-hmm. keep an eye on the uh, Twitter right. for that Boom. Ooh, that is a nice looking All right. So this is, uh, it's not totally clear, but it is see-through. It's got Ooh. a little bit of a haze to it, kind of a, uh, like a, a good dark gold color to it. Not too coppery, more gold. Smells quite hoppy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was taking a, mm. a little uh, sniff off the top of the, sorry, the crowler here. It's, um. I'm getting some Simcoe. A little bit. And mosaic probably mosaic that, maybe some mosaic like notes or so. um more than brewer mm. uh, maybe uh, some cascade <clears throat> yeah she's taking the sip oh god that's Simcoe that's yeah. a lot of Simcoe yeah it's it's got a little uh, little pininess on it whoo you know all right so I am one of those unfortunate individuals who gets a lot of cat piss off of Simcoe and Cypress. here I'll drink this for you then. no I was say I'm not getting the cat piss off of this yeah, I'm getting more like pine. Um, the malt, the um, malt seems to uh, mellow it out a bit. Yeah, like and a I am, bit of it, I am getting some citrusy notes off of it, but yeah, a lot of pine, almost to the point of turpentine, but not quite. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's a that is a that is a strong ale. Yeah, say so it's it's a sne- sneaky now. I have like I'm sipping on it, and it's like, oh wow, that's just. I mean, you can tell it's stronger than like the Boston Lager and stuff we just had. I would not have guessed that this would have been almost like twice, twice yeah, what a yeah, exactly. about a pale ale would. Yeah, be. it's like. Twenty-five percent stronger. It feels yeah. like, but like it's uh, yeah, it's a little bit hoppier than like a torpedo, but apparently like two or three points higher. Mm, this is gonna put me to sleep tonight. All Boom. right, sleepy time. Ooh, we got chili mac for dinner. Ooh, excellent. <laughs> what are we eating this weekend? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do a Jenna Kim Jones here. Hello, cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> 
foodie yeah, song. Apparently, donuts and chili mac. All right. Yeah. All you right. can make that happen. Now we have a few questions <gasps> from our uh, friends in the Potter and Family, Movie Pod Squad on Twitter. We love check you guys. Check out, check out all of their podcasts. They're, I, mm-hmm. I've listened to most of them. I haven't gotten to all of them quite yet because there's a lot out there. <laughs> They're all pretty amazing. Um, it's, it's a good group. I'm you guys on. are amazing and keep sending us questions and we will keep reading them on air. Yes. First comes up from uh, Barely Ready at Barely Lady, Barely Ready Broad, B-R-O-D, like bro, bro, broad cat. Well, yeah, broadcast, but like bro. Anyway. Broadcast. At Barely Ready, B-R-O-D. We'll do it anyway. uh, Their question how does the quickening from a Highlander work? <laughs> oh, I can answer this. Can you? Okay, so Highlanders are immortal creatures, except for if you cut off their head, in which case they do die. They're like a vampire. But then all of the energy that was keeping them immortal comes shooting out of them and goes into the jism of the next Highlander, causing him to completely and utterly just have like the biggest orgasm around. Yep. It's basically orgasming through space and time once they're yeah. dead, right? Yeah. 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 But like... An orgasm you usually release. eject. Well, the, well, the corpse is ejected. The corpse is releasing. This is a lot more of like an absorption. <laughs> and, the, and the new one is receiving. Yeah. All over its body. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you see the white stuff everywhere. For further details, check out our past episode about the Highlander Cinematic Universe, and you yeah. tell us which is worse: <laughs> number two, the quickening, or number three. I don't know, Book of Shadows, whatever the fuck it was. Like, <laughs> Lord of Illusions, or... I don't know. I think I had, like, five or six different names, if I remember right. <laughs> the Return of Simba? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, next question comes from Well-Dressed Jalapenos at Dressed Jalapeno. Um, yeah. Their question is, have you ever walked out of a theater because the movie was so bad? No. No, I yeah, haven't. I, I can't think... I mean... We almost I, did. I mean, I saw this one in the Street Fighter in theaters, and it was bad. Uh, yeah, Inside Lewis <gasps> Davis. No, we, we lied. almost did. We did walk out on a movie. Which one? Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as a hacker. Oh no, we watched Fifth Estate. We left early. Did we? We did because it we went was, on forever and ever. It was I wrapping like we up, there. and you leaned over and you said, "Do you want to get out of here before the oh, credits?" Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because the credits were rolling, but it had, like, Benedict Cumberbatch as Julian Assange, like, going to a speak, like, as the credits were rolling, and everyone's kind of waiting around for it, thinking there's going to be, like, a fucking Avengers stinger at the end. And I'm like, do you just want to get out of here before? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. But it wasn't that bad of a movie. I mean, him and Daniel Bruhl did their thing. It, it was uneventful. Un- yeah, kind of unmemorable. It's true. true, true. Um, I walked out of a theater once because the projection was so bad. Went and saw yeah, that's technical sleep, difficulty. Sleepy Hollow, yeah. and yeah, they just kept fucking it up. So. Oh. But yeah, I usually. I mean, yeah, I mean. Yeah, inside Lou and Davis, we stayed for the whole thing, <laughs> even though the first half hour was twelve years of play. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, are we in the wrong theater? Oh. Oh, this was great. You guys are gonna love this. This was the most pretentious theater in the world. Indeed. I mean, if you want like entitled hipsters to the max, this is where they go. Although I say they had the most comfortable seats I've ever been in, with like four feet of leg room in front of yeah, me. Yeah, it, it was because there was like twenty of the seats in the yeah. area, the giant area. And it was but, like yeah. you have we we got these tickets to see uh, uh to see inside Lewin Davis through uh, Steve's work contacts. They're going to be premium guests, and we go and. 12 Years of Slave Star, and was like, oh, either Inside Lewis Davis is a very different movie, 
or <laughs> yeah, you're like, is this gonna like be a sequel to Oh Brother Where Art Thou? And then skip forward, right? And then it was like, oh okay, I I think because oh that's right because it skipped the title scene. Cause yeah, so we're like okay, and this he's like, I think this is Twelve Years a Slave. We're in the wrong theater, and I was like. Well, okay, whatever. So we're watching 12 Years a Slave. Uh, that's, well, I'm cool with that, It also too. didn't help that it was supposed to be, like, this big premiere and everything, and we're two of four people in yeah, the like entire theater. Yeah, like, nobody showed up. <laughs> By the um, way, Inside Lewin Davis, don't watch it. It's yeah. pretty horrible. I can sum up that entire movie in less than 30 seconds. In fact, <laughs> less than 10 seconds. Go for it. Dirty Hipsters Mean to a Cat in the 60s. Yep, three seconds. Here you go. <laughs> All right, continue anyway. with the questions. So, yeah, thank you for the question there, well-dressed jalapeno. Check them out. Oh, tell us about when you walked out of a movie that was so bad. Indeed. Oh, yeah. You gotta get some asking people that. Oh, we could totally do an episode where we just read people's terrible theater experiences. <laughs> I know. Uh, and our third question of the day comes from the Monster Closet at Podcast Rage. <laughs> What's your favorite guilty pleasure flick? <laughs> Besides Big Trouble in Little China <laughs> That's not a guilty pleasure That's an amazing movie Okay. Uh, let's see, movies that I'm basically ashamed that I like There's a lot of them I'm trying to think because there are so many I'm not going to lie I, I like Booty Tang That's not a guilty pleasure, it's a fun movie <laughs> It gets you street cred 95% of the population out there thinks it's a horrible piece of shit <laughs> And they're wrong And I'm okay with that <laughs> if, if elections have proven anything, most people can be wrong. <laughs> I like Seabiscuit a lot more than I should. Ah, I really yeah. do. Not as much as Warhorse, though? Oh, <laughs> no, not Warhorse. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think what else, like, what are what are my... Uh, I Congo, everybody knows that Congo. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the whole podcast, like, half the movies we've seen are, like, movies where it's, like, they're not that bad, as long as you're not looking for Academy Award-winning performances. Yeah. John Carpenter's Vampires, I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> it's on point. Just, just anything John Carpenter? Yeah, and anything... Um, um, Uwe Boll? No, uh, what's his name? From Vampires, Vampire oh. Hunter. James Woods? James Woods. Pretty uh, much anything James Woods is ooh. in, I'm in. Anyone, anything Paul Verhoeven? Paul Verhoeven film? <laughs> I'm in... Robocop, Starship Troopers I'm trying to think We were recently just talking about a movie Where you were like, oh, I can't believe you like that You can watch it alone That happens a lot (laughs) Uh, Usually when centered around rats or horses It's like, oh, it's all you Baby snuggly baby muffins They just want to snuggle your face off (laughs) So yeah, Yeah. thank you everybody For uh, listening For all the great questions Following us on Twitter and the websites and all that yeah. We really appreciate it. Let us know how we're doing. Hit us up at e i l f movies. That's everything I learned from movies on the uh, Twitter, on the Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Review us on iTunes. Oh yes, we have a raffle going with the. Do we still have the raffle going when this comes we out? We still do. This is actually the okay. last week, so if you haven't oh, already, last week. give us a review on iTunes. Doesn't even matter the stars. Five. <clears throat> um, <laughs> but just let us know how we're doing, and uh, you'll be entered for a raffle where you can win one of the lovely Izzy's uh, limited edition prints from our yeah. Vampire Month. Yeah, so the, I'm doing a limited edition set of prints. It's my watercolor print I did with a bunch of the vampires from our Vampire Month. Um, it is also available for sale. Each one is going to be numbered and signed. Uh, they're available in our Etsy shop. That's right. We have an Etsy shop now. Woo! And that was uh, E-I-L-F-M, uh, uh, dot e- Etsy dot com? Yeah, E-I-L-F-M dot Etsy 
dot com. Everything I learned from Etsy. <laughs> yeah, we're adding stuff every day, so uh, yeah, check it out. Make it one of your uh, favorite sites or whatever. You can just check it real quick and uh, see all the latest great stuff this lovely lady's making for us. Boom! If you enjoy stupid, cute art, watercolors, <laughs> and ridiculous movies, it's your website. And on Twitter, you'll get all the stupid memes I can make. <laughs> oh, Steve makes the best stupid memes. Yeah, so until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from, from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody.